Hello and welcome to the Pinay Girl Boss Podcast. I'm Tina. And I'm Max. This is your online channel for anything about being the boss of your own life. Whether you already own a business or you are employed or thinking about retirement, this is where you can find inspiration, motivation, resources, great deals, and tips from women who are goal-getters like us. Sit tight, get comfy, get your snacks and essential oils, and come join us on this online quintuhan with your girlfriends. This is the, the Pinay, Pinay Girl Boss, Boss Podcast. Podcast. We need a lot of stuff for our kids and for ourselves, but we don't want to go out to shop. We're so excited to find most of our essentials from Orange and Peach, a 100% Filipino brand that carries essentials for moms in their breastfeeding and child rearing journey. So visit orangeandpeach.com for new ideas for nurturing moms. Good morning and thanks for being here. Good morning. Good morning, Max. How early is it there? <laughs> it's five in the morning. Oh my God. <laughs> Ayan. Max really woke up early for you. Max Marie. really woke, woke up for this interview. Yeah. Yes. Oh, si Arvin so sobrang, parang he was scratching his head last night when I said good night at an early time, like an earlier than usual for us. He's like, are you yeah. okay? So I go, yeah, I just have an early interview. Sabi niya, ah, okay, akala ko may sakit ka na. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sobrang so unusual. unusual, no? Marie, we're super excited that you're, uh, you are our guest here at Pinay Girl Boss. We want to hear Ooh. from you. For those who don't know you yet, can you tell us about okay. yourself? Um, hi, guys. Hi, guys. The usual YouTuber. Yeah. YouTuber. <laughs> YouTuber. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. So, um, hi, guys. My name is Marie uh, Field Faith. Um, I am a mom of three. My kids are still quite small. So I have a 10-year-old girl, an 8-year-old boy, and a 4-year-old girl as well. So three of them running riot in the house. Um, in my past life, I guess, I was working in the corporate world, like most moms, prior to having a lot of little people. Um, I was working as a drilling engineer in an oil and gas business and basically just took, um, I guess, shift into the other kind of work, the second career after I became a mom back in 2013. So that's when I started um, like a local business here. And then I got into other things from, from that, basically from that entrepreneurship. I have met other people and kind of like side hustle into content creation or hosting um, and kind of modeling for small brands. So that's how it all came about. So at the moment, um, since we're all still on lockdown, that's really what occupies my time. I managed to online business for our brand Hotly and Tubby and I do content creation for brands, helping local brands as well reach the audience um, here because obviously they, they are struggling. I mean, all of us are struggling at the moment for, 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 for reaching people. And yeah, it, it's, it's um, I mean, we've added the, obviously the Fit Moms project recently as well, last year. So yeah. that's a new thing for, I guess, for, for me and Tina, it's um, 
it's not something I thought I would ever get into. I'm not a fitness person. <laughs> I mean, people like think like, oh my God, you work out every day. You must be like a fitness person, right? I'm like, I'm actually, no, no. I'm not that, you know, that person with that athletic mindset. Now I'm going to go training. Yeah. I'm going to do this in 12 weeks. That's not me. For me, I am just trying to incorporate it in my daily routine. I am really just learning to give that hour of active movement in my life. It's not about um, becoming muscular or achieving some um, weight goals. <laughs> yes, yes. It's, it's really not about that. It's really just, okay, how can I live better? And really, that's the aim of Fit Moms Project. It's how can we live better and incorporate it in our busy life? So that's where we are. Is, isn't it about the pandesal? The abs? Yeah, well, <laughs> and the beach bar. Or the pandesal we that the, we ordered. We or, or the pandesal <laughs> that we want to eat. <laughs> that's the thing, right? Because it's the, you're on lockdown. You tend to eat more. So I, I was telling Guy, because he was saying, oh, during the first part of the lockdown, you're like really going for it. I'm like, yeah, because we had the 30-day challenge. Yes, right? same. 30-day challenge. And I felt not only motivated, but obligated to... Yes, to show up. <laughs> yeah, right? To show up. Because why would the other people turn up if you yourself didn't, didn't do it? So right. there was that motivation. And right after that, really like, it's like, oh... I can just chill. I can enjoy this quarantine and just eat. <laughs> but it's good. It's good. But now you're still just, doing it. I love it. Uh, yes. Yeah, still trying to do it. Really because, like I was saying, from what I was doing before, you kind of get segued into other things, right? And because I was doing that daily workout, I got pulled into hosting a fitness show, so it's like, oh my God, why am I getting into this fitness world? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Marie, you know what, Max? Come in, Marie, before. I, I was the one who was telling Marie, you know what? I think we should start a YouTube channel. Because, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> guys, if you know Marie, she's actually a shy person. <laughs> was, when, when I first met her, she was like, she was telling people na, ah, I'm an introvert. Tapos ako yeah. parang, paano ka naging introvert? Yeah. <laughs> but Alam mo, yeah. these past three years, lahat ng nakilala kong introvert, I mean, self-proclaimed introvert, talagang minsan tinitingnan ko sila and I'm like, are you sure? Me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I think it's um, it's almost a realization as well when you learn what your personality type is, right? You, you, you're able to get to work with your limitations and your capabilities better. Um, I learned right. about my personality type when we did an MBTI, the Meyer-Briggs um, test before mm-hmm. in our work. So part of our, one of our seminars is about conflict management when you're um, obviously as a manager already. And they will give you that test. And it's really like a, it, our test is like an hour long of really just getting into a deep understanding of your personality and it's like a spectrum of where you are and for me I found I'm really very close to the extreme side of being an introvert wow um, 
Yes. And it, learning that, it's like, oh my God, how am I going to be an effective manager? Um, how am I going to be able to communicate with people if that's my personality? Because my instinct when I have to talk to a group of people is to just not show up, right? There was a joke before with our Life and South group that whenever I get invited, I always make an excuse and not turn up. And they always say, oh, I'm sure Marie's not going to turn up. And when I turn up, it's like, oh my God, you turned up. It's like, <laughs> it's such a surprise. And I would say getting into the events helped me a little bit get comfortable with meeting people. Um, mm -hmm. I still, like, obviously, like Tina and I had events together. And really, when we're there in front of people and we have to say something, we go like, you go, no, I can't. No, I can't. There is that moment of like, okay, who's going to go first to say, you know, hi, everyone. And it's like almost like switching that switch that you put on your brave face and go, mm -hmm. okay, I'm going to talk to you, right? I'm going to talk to you. But that takes a lot from introverts. It takes a lot of almost willpower. <laughs> it's like, I really don't want to do this, but I have to. So here we go. So it's, it's, it's amazing. And I think for anyone who has not learned yet their personality type, it's, it's definitely one of the interesting self-growth experiences I've had. Um, and you're able to manage your, like I said, your limitations and capabilities a bit better with more understanding of where you are in this spectrum. So I think there are online tests that you can do, um, but obviously uh -oh. the complete Briggs, the, yeah, the complete Meyer Briggs test, um, you have to pay for it because it's quite a, it's like a complicated, a long test, but worth it, I think. Oh, I mean, ang kasi I love your perspective into how personality tests really help you to grow, to develop your weaknesses, diba? Kasi parang, and yeah. very girl boss mode yung, you put your game face on and you just do it. Yeah. Right. You have to. Yeah, you have to. <laughs> yeah, because there are just some things that you really have to do. And Tina and I are such huge fans of mga personality yes. tests. Like, we're into the whole Enneagram thing, color personality. Yeah. So, that Meyer Briggs test, it is a long test. I took it a long time ago. But I feel that as we go into whatever careers we are or when we shift careers, feeling ko nagbabago rin siya eh, di ba? Parang, yes, yes, yes. I agree. Yes. Oh, parang we should take it every so often. I mean, after siguro five years, take it again. Or if you entered a different stage in your life, take it again to see how yeah. you either progress, did you improve on a certain area. But I, I love that whole thing. And you yeah. have a lot of ganap. So you are an ultimate girl really? boss talaga. Yes. <laughs> and one of the things I'm super interested to like learn more about is Potley and Tubby. Like, can you tell us more about that and how you went from your first career of working for an oil rig firm and just shifting into this whole mompreneur world? That happened back in 2013. So 
I was working in Australia at that time and we decided to take a career break. So uh, in our company, luckily, they allow you to take one or two years career break and you can still go back to your work. They will still hold a position for you or they are required by the government to have a position for you. So you feel compounded to go like if you want to go on a study leave, if you want to just travel, you can do that. Um, so I took a year break. We went back here to the Philippines and that was really the first time, um, that was really the first time my husband came here and obviously my kids, because um, they were both born overseas. We had two at that time. And I was just enjoying that career break. So I was doing, you know, baking classes, makeup classes, all kinds of random things. I was, I got into some random modeling for TBC. So really just doing what I wanted to do. You know, it's like, yeah, what can I do? It's like, it's a free time. And, but obviously that came to an end. And during that year end, it was the time to, okay, are we going back to work? Are we going back to Australia or trying to find somewhere closer where we can have help? Because obviously when I was in Australia, we didn't have any help and it was a bit difficult with two very young kids. I had like a, really like a two-year-old and a baby with a full-time job with no help and a husband who works overseas too. So it's like, it was <laughs> a bit hard. <laughs> um, and my husband said, why don't you extend another year? You know, maximum is two years. And I said, like, okay. But at that time, the whole local bazaar scene is just exploding. Mercato Central was in BGC. And they were just starting to dabble into the lifestyle side because Mercato was a bit food-centric when they started, right? They were doing that kind of mm -hmm. midnight Cats for food, yeah, and they that. did it in BGC. Yeah, deba. It's like that's where like Sonia's cupcake got started. A lot of the the yeah. popular brands really got almost developed from Mercato. And mm -hmm. I said, okay, let's let, let's try it. I mean, obviously, we don't really have anything to do at the time. We had free time, so we got a booth. It was like really cheap at the time. I mean, nowadays it's quite expensive to rent a booth, but at the time yeah. it was like. Right, 500, 15 for like a table. So we got that and the first thing we did is like clothing because my mom can sew. So my mom sewed really? like clothing. Yeah, she can sew. So she actually sewed the clothes for us or for me. Um, and it was really just cutesy, colorful things and very simple. Um, but then, you know, a lot of people kind of liked the idea of play clothes. You know, it was like the start of Play clothing, not kids' fashion, but more comfortable clothing for kids that they can use to play in. But when I was there, I was thinking, obviously, you're looking around, right? You're looking at what other people are offering. And I was next to this um, plant booth. Um, and they're still our friends today, which is, like, amazing. Um, and I thought, we need to offer something different because clothing for kids it's a bit um, too competitive to, to get into that market. Right. So I said like, mm, something different. And in Australia, when we were there, they're so big on imaginative play in using play items, not just as play items, but also decorative items, right? Yeah. Like they're 
rooms are just fantastic. It doesn't look like... Because here, like when we think of a playroom, it's like overstimulating. There's too many toys. It looks kind of messy because it's just like... You just went to Toys R Us. there. <laughs> yeah, it's like everything is there. everything. Yeah. Right? And that's kind of like the norm of how we think of playrooms. Like with all the play, play, um, play items there. But for, for the Australians, it's kind of very pulled back. It's like, okay, you have just a few items, so you don't get almost overstimulated, and you get to use your imagination, you role play, and you develop more of your social and life skills. So there's that kind of scientific backing there of letting the child almost discover what he wants to do with the play item rather than, you know, parang kaboom, here you go, it's, it's this toy, it makes a lot of sounds, and right, the parang the... the the American way is kind of like that colors and sounds and lights. Um, and the Australian is kind of similar to the Scandinavian way, a bit pulled back. But the Australians have more decorative side compared to the Scandi, which is a bit so minimalist. minimalist. Yes. So we thought, okay, we'll bring some of that because obviously we, we already saw that in Australia in some of the bazaars. And we got the teepee. And the first teepee really was a very simple pink stars teepee with like yellow trims. But it was new to, to, to the people. And that was in BGC. So you can imagine it was the perfect market. Audience, market. yeah. Yes, it was a perfect audience. Um, they have a good buying power. Their kids are in condos and apartments and they are bored. And they needed something to stimulate them. So... When we started, it was like, really, like, we couldn't keep up with the demand. And it was amazing because we only had my mom sewing and she was cursing us. Because, <laughs> because we, didn't, we didn't expect it. And it was like, I mean, you guys, Tina, I know, had an online business as well before, right? It's hard yes. to keep up with the queries, with yeah. tracking of everyone's orders and who order where and I had to use our personal car to deliver. We deliver late night, midnight, Christmas Eve, you know, all of that we've experienced. And I know a lot, almost all of us small business owners had gone through that. You deliver the item personally. Yeah. You, <laughs> right? Yeah. Can you imagine? Because, because at that time, di ba, parang hindi pa naman uso yung mga lala grab. mo. Wala, yes, yes, yes. Walang mga yeah. ganyan. So sabi ko nga, this whole concept of having somebody deliver for you is life-changing. <laughs> yes, it definitely is. And it, de- it really did help a lot of the online sellers um, reach more people. And, and for people sure. to all get comfortable with the idea of buying online. Because yeah. when yeah. we were starting... It was just really the start of people getting comfortable buying from an online business that they don't know. And for us, the, 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 the item is not just 500 pesos. So it's, it's, it's yeah. several thousand. So for you to send someone that amount and have that trust, nah, okay, I'm not going to get scammed out of my 5,000 or whatever price that was. It was really just the start of that mindset Now, okay, it's a legit business. I can trust this. I can trust the process. I will deposit half and I will 
deposit the full payment once I get the item. And for us to, to be in that moment and also be able to take advantage of that in a non-saturated market, it, it was brilliant. I mean, the brand really grew um, really well at that time. And we got into Philox, which until now we still supply Philox and that's, that's, for me, it's amazing because whenever I pass by a Philax store, we have it in their power plant in the Shangri-La in the fort. It's like, oh, that's our little teepee, right? I mean, it's just yeah. like, see it, to see it there. I mean, it's, it's, to consider that we have it there is, is a proud moment for our small team. So, yeah. And you partnered, aside from Philox, you partnered with several big names already, like Let's mention, um, mm-hmm. you're in Shang, right? Shang at the fort. Yes, yes. So we have a Shang fort basically came to us and they were opening their stay and play weekends or stay and play mm-hmm. rooms. So for the stay and play rooms, it's, it's not just a bedroom. It's their rooms with um, a living room. So in their living room, they added the teepee tents and bean bags, and they also have like a package of kind of coloring books and toys. So when your kid arrives there for the weekend, it's like a whole stay and play um, package. Not just, yeah, yeah, and which, which was brilliant. Um, also, we've recently partnered with All Homes. So we are now in the All Homes stores. Currently, we're in their Evia and North Molina stores. And the next one is Libis. But obviously, with the whole um, pandemic quarantine thing, it's a bit hard to mobilize um, items. So hopefully, before the Burmans or 2021, <laughs> that moves forward. Um, but it, it's a good thing to, to be able to bring the items to the customers as well. Because we do have clients who want to see how it looks like wants to see how big it is um, right. before they purchase. So that's, that's something tactile for them to be able to do now. Oh, I can go there and t- touch. How thick is the mm-hmm. fabric? How stable is this wood or whatever mm-hmm. they need doing? Yeah, yeah kasi, like, ako, I, I got a teepee from you, I think, mm-hmm. two or three years ago. And you yeah. know, that, those yeah. are my exact questions. Like, kasi having a, it's wood. And yes, yes. Of course, if you're a mom, your first consideration would be safety, the ba? Parang yeah. Hindi, hindi yeah. Tong wood na to, yeah. Is it stable? Yeah. And and I found that it's really stable. It's sturdy. Yeah. It's good wood. Uh, I even yeah. and you know, Marie, the the chair I'm sitting on right now, I got so many comments. There, yeah. everyone's like the, the, oh, queen, the chair, the queen oh. chair. <laughs> so yeah, and and I really agree with you. Na we support, especially at this time, we support our friends. We we support small brands. Partly, and Tabi yes. has. I don't think it's a small brand anymore. It has grown into <laughs> such a big brand. And I think that's really what's going to happen if you're the first in the market. I think you were the first, no? Yeah. To introduce yeah. this? And yes, definitely. Um, we obviously, to me personally, I didn't expect, um, I guess, the competition to catch up that fast. But it also forced us to diversify um, 
Because when we started, it, it, it's interesting because for me, it's almost like when we were getting a lot of competitors coming into the market, it kind of like frustrated me that it forced me to diversify the product line, um, which is a good thing because that means the brand was able to get into, for example, Daratan and the furniture, mm-hmm. which in the beginning I really didn't want to get into. Um, and then after all that, almost like diversification, now we're coming back again into the core product, which is the teepees. And and we see that even if our competitors are offering the teepees, say at a lower price or at, at other styles, we still have that strong client base that still wants our products. Because obviously when you get competitors, it's almost like you get pressured to, oh, you're, you're lower, you're, you're, your mm-hmm. price point is 20% lower than, than ours. It's like, oh, should I reconsider lowering prices? And I really told my team, you know what? No, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but this product, it's like, it's Gemolina wood. It's sustainable wood from the plantation somewhere um, where we're offering um, premium Eurotex base foam, you know, the fabric is hard wearing. Um, most of our fabric are sourced from the US as well for the organic line. The others are hard wearing canvas. So we're not making uh, a product that we think you're going to use for a few weeks or a few months, right? We're making a product that we want you to use for years. And if your child grows up and doesn't want to use it anymore, it's a product that you can still pass along. So yeah, it's not about lowering the prices and saturating the market with too many volume just because that's what the competitors are doing. So I said, let the competitor fill that market. If they want to go for that market, let them fill that. And let's concentrate on our market, which is the A and B market, right? Yeah. And, and mm-hmm. this is really what, it's almost like forcing you to, to say your, your first response would be to compete head to head there. Like, oh, you're getting into my, like, getting into my space. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on a minute, you're in my space. And you get into this kind of like competitive mode. Um, which is not really not healthy, healthy. No. Yes, yes. It's a bit toxic. And I learned after years now in this to concentrate on what you want to offer and what service you want to provide. Like So for, for us now, really, it's almost really going back to play. We wanted kids to have the chance to play. And yes, you can't go out. You can't go out to the parks. You can't run around in the beach. But in your home, you can create an environment for them to play. It's like after school time, they can go into their playroom or a little corner in your house where they can just enjoy themselves. And whether it's just playing in the TV or reading a book there or or cuddling their beanbag, it's it's an imaginative place. They can be there and it can become a fort. It can become a princess castle. It, it's anything, right? For a kid to say, it's, it can be so many things. Like for me as an adult, I see it as a tent, right? But for a kid, it's, it's all kinds of things for them. And coming back to that, being able to, I guess, reminded that we are about play. 
we are not about the other things that our competitors are trying to address. It's, it's, it's interesting as a, I guess, as a business owner to realize. Ang galing. I love the whole concept of Pati and Tabi. I love the things that you offer. And you're correct. I think if now more than ever, this is the time where we can actually help our children to become more imaginative. Kasi with the busy lives of parents now, minsan, di ba, ang nangyayari na lang, parang, oh, mag-iPad ka. Oh, whatever yeah, is there, yun yung laruin mo. Di ba, parang ganun. We choose the easier way. But then, I think that this pandemic has shown us that staying at home and actually being with our kids and spending real time with them is helping us to help them help themselves as yeah. well, di ba? Parang ganun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. It's, obviously, we can look at the pandemic and all the bad things it had caused, mm. but there's a lot as well of almost introspection that, that came with it, yeah. right? Okay, I am now stuck here. Like for me, um, I don't cook before. <laughs> it's like, I don't even step in that kitchen aside from like, if I need to get something from the fridge. So it's, it's for me to like, okay, now what can I do? How, I mean, obviously in, in trying to fit it into the lifestyle of fitness, um, how can we eat better and teach the kids how to eat better? Um, obviously they see me as someone who doesn't eat vegetables. So how can I, <laughs> try to make dishes that right the ba like the soup thing it's it's all parang me learning and in turn they learn from what I learn uh-huh. and I get to share the things with them because like they would say oh mom you're eating like a cauliflower soup right like I, I, I thought <laughs> eat cauliflower right and 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 yeah that the time that we get to spend with them the just the cooking or the doing chores together and playing. Um, I think it's helping not just them, but us and, and strengthen us as a family as well, definitely. Ang ganda. Ang ganda na um, you're taking this pandemic as an opportunity to learn, not just, you know, not just the kids to learn, but for yeah. you as well. And I yes. think this also serves as a as a turning point where we have to really be creative. So, like here in Pinay Girl Boss, we we see how people, how girl bosses are pivoting, diba? So, yes. it looks like the new normal is not going away soon. So, those who will survive will be those who are creative, who will sit down and think, how will I survive this? How will how can I um, harness my strengths, etc.? So, how are you pivoting in this new normal? That's that's actually a really interesting question because obviously for us who in the small business um, category, and we know a lot of our fellow entrepreneurs, right, our mompreneurs or even our single friends entrepreneurs, um, and we see a lot of inspiring, I guess, methods of how everyone is pivoting from um, exercise studios, renting their equipment or doing videos on demand for their workout. Um, from, I guess, food brands that are now 
sending food packages or gift packs of food to to people. I mean, like even Bizu had like that cake you can now order and decorate at home. So everyone is is pivoting. And from my own perspective, I mean, personally, I think it's interesting how I am getting pulled more and more into the fitness and wellness um, side of things, which as I was mentioning earlier, it's not something I expected because I mean, I eat chips, I drink beer, you know, <laughs> I always have a gin and tonic at the end of the day. So it's, it's parang, oh my God, like I don't, I don't want to look like I'm a fitness guru when that, that's not the message I want to, to put across. I want to be seen as just a normal person trying to figure things out. And I think it's an opportunity to definitely um, reach more people who are in the same place as I am, I guess, um, who's not really eating healthy yet, not really eating vegetables yet in their daily meal or not knowing how to cook for themselves yet. It, it's, it's right. It's, it's an opportunity instead of a block. Mm-hmm. And so that I see that opportunity. And I think you will see that as well when we incorporate that more into um, Pit Mom's project on that food side, because we haven't, Tina and I have not gone there yet. We have gone into workouts, we have gone into wellness, into meditating, into racing frequencies, but we've not gone into nutrition. And I think that's where in the next phase is where we're going to take it. Um, Both Tina and I support a lot of these farmers who are trying to sell their local produce, right? With the gising gising Mm -hmm. box, um, buy one box and they share a box to people in need. And there's a lot of amazing things that we can tap by supporting that's eating healthy and learning how to cook healthy side. So I see that. I see that as an opportunity. Um, Definitely the other side is getting more into this kind of workout hosting thing, which again is not my thing. I don't want really initially to teach people how to work out. I mean, like Tina and I before, We've talked about this and they said like, okay, like, why don't you like kind of lead an exercise? And we're like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> right? It's like, we need an exercise. No, I can find someone who can lead it. <laughs> like, you would expect, I guess for me, I would expect someone to lead if they're like a fitness trainer if they've been teaching classes for a long time and and all that. But I realized that there's a lot of people who's looking for someone who also doesn't know what they're doing yet. You know, because when you look at the trainer and they're already so fit and like they can push up and, you know, do all these strength, strong things, it's overwhelming. It's parang... I can't do that. Eh? I can't. I can't do that. I can't lift that heavy. Or I can't push up like that. So when you see that, parang natitreten ka, natitreten ka na. Ayoko na lang sumali sa class na yan kasi everyone's maskulado. Um, or everyone's so, parang, so fit already. Parang diba? nakaka-intimidate. Diba? And like exactly. for a lot want... of 
like I'm speaking for myself. If I go into a class and I see that everybody's either batak, fit, has abs already, yes. ako parang, so why are you here? <laughs> you don't want to go back. I don't belong. And, and, and that's true. That's true. And I've experienced that as well before. And And I have been working out before. But when I go into a workout space that everyone's high-fiving each other, like everyone knows each other, and they're like, I'm for introvert, like, oh my God, no, I don't know anyone. <laughs> and then, parang, they're so confident of what they can do with the machine, with the equipment. I go like, mm, okay, I'm never coming back to this place. And it's, it's that mentality na you don't want to be the odd one out. You don't want to look like, I don't know what I'm doing, eh. it's nakakahiya. Um, so it's actually good, like like with, with this plus network thing, is that they really wanted to concentrate on you're a mom. You're a mom. You're trying to work out. You're trying to encourage people to work out. You're working out with your child. So sometimes we have Sophie in the program. And you're just doing what you can. You're not like showing up like, oh, I'm a masculado. I can, you know, like push up with one hand. It's not about that. It's about really trying to give that time for yourself to get stronger, to get fitter. And yes, you might only start with a water bottle in your bicep curls. That's okay. You know, um, as long as you're doing it. You might, in your Tabata, maybe one round ka lang and hingal ka na. That's fine. As long as you're taking that Tabata. effort to do it. Tabata is a killer. I mean, so it's, it's I did that for my pre-wedding ano, preparation. <laughs> preparation. So, so my 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 husband got oh, oh almost my husband got me into this whole tabata thing. And so baby Nikolaya. Really hard. Yeah, it's a killer. And and it's really like parang showing people that it's yeah, it's hard, but um you can do it slowly as long as you know consistently. And what I learned as well is it's not a straight line, eh? Because, parang when you get into fitness, parang life, you think it's a straight line, eh? Na parang I start, I get better, and yes, I get muscular, I have abs, and that's it. You're done. And then it's like it's up and down. Parang you stop for a few days, you notice how you lose the strength in your arms, or you concentrated more on your lower body, and you can see how your core starts to weaken. So it's almost really it's a incorporating it in your lifestyle is the key. If you do something na all out for one week and then you can't do it now on the second week, you lose na the benefit. So I think with with Pit Moms Project, as we see that opportunity na to show people, to show moms, it's okay to work out with what you can to work out at home now your kid is makulet it's climbing on you when you're planking it's okay it's all part of what happens in normal life right um it's real moms it's minsan you you overeat right you snack at night you're watching netflix you're like munching on cheetos it's okay you drink beer it's it's life so get on with it <laughs> it's, it's okay <laughs> I love, okay, guys, did you hear that? Marie eats chips and she drinks beer. Yeah. She's our people. So it's normal to do that. <laughs> so let's go back to that Fit Moms project. 
So that's such a cool thing. I know a lot of my friends who really joined the Fit Moms Project and nag-start talaga yung mga workout nila because of what you and Tina did. So can you tell me how Fit Moms Project got started? And yun nga, sabi mo, your, your, you guys, your aim was to tell moms that it's okay to work out with what you have. But I mean, how did the whole concept start? And how did you... Um, did you plan on doing it on Instagram agad or did you plan on just doing like short posts where here and there? Um, when we started, Tina and I were really looking to reach more people and tap into the fitness and wellness um, category, I guess, for moms. And the objective at the beginning is to create a community. Like, like what Tina and I always says, the Fit Moms Project does not belong to just the two of us. It's, it's an open community where um, people can contribute and, and people can join, people can host workouts, and we've seen a lot of that. Um, I think it has grown, obviously, because we didn't really expect that we would get that fast traction in the beginning. When we started it and we started the posts, we thought it'll be like a few people will see it, right? It's, it's not like we're, we're actively um, in there because we also have a lot of things going on with our lives. So it's almost like we probably have 10% of our energy on Fit Moms Project and the rest is our businesses, our hustles, our children, our husbands, or whatever, right? So it's not something pano with, you know, like where, where your focus goes, it, that, that, that thing, right? It's not even there yet. We're not yet focused on it, but we've seen so much potential um, and we haven't really tapped it yet and we haven't really kind of let it explode to what it is because we, we know we can't handle it yet. Right. Um, so, but we've seen so much brands supporting it, offering free workouts, offering free spaces for venues. We've seen a lot of moms really get into home workouts and these little challenges that we've done. Um, and it's amazing. And when we did the retreat, last um, January um, and that was again also like so many sponsors have provided the venue the, the giveaways the speaker yeah, amazing it's, photography yeah, right photography it's like not something we've expected and most of it as well we didn't ask for so it's like people came and offered these things. So we're like, oh my God, like we're doing something that's worthwhile. Something right. Like people yeah. are really noticing your effort. Yeah. And yeah. It means that you are on the right track. They yes, see the definitely. value. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when we had that kind of open forum and and moms were able to really let out what, what they're feeling, what they're thinking. Um, it was overwhelming because you realize, um, okay, I'll try not to curse, but you realize that OMG, <laughs> right? um, parang when you see them as a collective, you just see like, oh, these are moms attending a retreat. But when each of them share what they're going through, 
and share it with you and how that friendship, that community had helped them come out of a depression, had helped them made friends, had helped them look into their own fitness and in their health. You get overwhelmed now. Oh my God, like this is a tangible life. You are touching, you are changing, hopefully for the better. And it's not just a bunch of moms attending a retreat. It's, it's a life. It's yeah. all of those lives you're changing. And in turn, they're also touching other people's lives because they post more about their journey. They, they share more about healthy eating, about working out. And it's almost like it spreads, right? So a mom got into um, fitness training and is now a fitness instructor when she was having depression before. There was somebody who's obviously having a relationship struggle and now because of trying to get into fitness together as a couple, they're mending things out. Um, they're like people who um, get angry with their kids and yell because they're frustrated and, and, and just fed up, I guess, of not being able to do anything for themselves, now is able to say, okay, I need this one hour for me, and able to set also boundaries in their own homes to give that me time. And it's like, like you know, like when that finished, Tina and I were like, oh my God, right? That's like, we didn't expect that. And we wanted to do another retreat. We have to do that. We have to do it again. <laughs> I'm sure yeah, I'm sure a lot of the mo- yeah, I'm sure all the yeah. moms need the break. <laughs> it's been Definitely. It's been motherhood 24/7 this entire lockdown. Oh god, yes. Right. <laughs> so we need to do but that it's, again. It's it's I mean it's it's amazing because like for 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 like I said it's not even where we're focusing yet and it's 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 just there. It's kind of just like growing slowly um and i know tina and i have very different objectives at the moment with with our own businesses so i am focusing on trying to keep partly um obviously afloat and tina is i know she's she has a goal that she wants to reach here in the next few months so yeah so that that fit moms project is just there but i know that once we we kind of sorted out all our other goals on the other side and we look back at Fit Moms Project, I know we already have so much that we want to put in it and it's just going to explode, right? Because we already have a lot of support from a lot of brands. We already have tapped into um, people who can also help us grow the community. And it's, it's the, there's just so much potential in it, yeah? I just want to share, Marie, our story, like how it started. So Fit Moms Project was really Marie's <laughs> brainchild. So she was like, teens, when are you free? Let's talk about Fit Moms Project. Tapos, we met uh, for lunch. And then that was it. Parang that was the planning stage. Yeah. We, we just did it. It's, it's the same story as uh, Max and I. It was like a one-minute pitch. And I'm like, okay, game. Um, and yeah. although uh, Fit Moms Project, that whole name palang, I was telling Marie, but I'm not a fit mom. 
Kasi nung time na yon, I was parang, I just started working out. I lost a little bit of weight from my last pregnancy. You were, you were going to the gym a lot for your dancing. I remember this stage. Yes. Diba? But parang mga six months pa lang yon. But Marie is way fitter than me. Like, I was working out for six months. Shayata parang six years. Yeah. <laughs> diba Marie? Yeah. <laughs> so I said, okay, sige, I'm not a fit mom. I'm so not comfortable with calling myself a fit mom. But I'm okay with being the project. So I can be, <laughs> I can be the poster ch- mom, poster child, poster mom. Poster for, child. Yeah, for the person who will just start. And I think we were able to create that safe environment. Na parang, yeah. it's okay, you know, it's okay. I have bilbil. I'm not fit. I'm yeah. hinihingal, you know. I can't do tabata. <laughs> I, I like yeah. to do but he doesn't. She doesn't have TikTok. Mm-hmm. Yung ganon. So parang, okay. <laughs> so all of these things that you want to do, you are welcome to do. Diba? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I feel like sometimes we are still, I think that's still a work in progress. Because we do have a lot of moms who are really fit na. As in, fitter than us founders. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and some of them really work out na parang naka-sports bra lang, ganyan. And somehow, some people feel like, okay, I can't join Fit Moms Project because I can't work out in a bra. Guys, I don't work out in a bra. <laughs> That's just... <laughs> You know what? In actual, like in actual events that Marie and I host, um, yeah. I would work out in a shirt with my with my workout set na bra and leggings below, and then Marie would say, it's okay, "Okay, picture time." Yeah, and <laughs> picture time. Say, picture time. Who Take off your shirt. <laughs> so, pang picture lang yun. When you know you can actually, and especially now at home, you can work out in your ratty clothes, and that's fine. Yeah. Pero aminin. Shopping for activewear <laughs> is so much fun, and posing in your activewear is fun. So you know. yeah, I I would say that that's one of the benefits. Um, because it kind of became work as well. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's justified that we get new activewear from time to time because it's like, well, it's kind of my work. It's a work investment, a business expense. <laughs> oh, really? It's uh-uh, like, justify my young shopping. <laughs> it's completely justified. Yeah, but it's 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 an interesting journey. Definitely, we've just turned, I guess, a year, almost a year, a year and a half now. Yeah, and there's still a lot of of potential in there. I know we've talked about hosting IG lives and hosting workouts and. It's it's gonna come soon. Um, we're just hopefully adjusting to this whole new normal, and obviously getting all the homeschooling and businesses sorted. Um, but once that's settled, we're we're gonna go back. And Fit Moms Project has just so much potential because now as well, home workouts have just become a phenomenon, right? Before it's like you don't really want to work out at home because it's hard to motivate yourself but now that whole thing is just almost becoming normal that, that that's where you work out you work out at home right. and now work out with friends through zoom and and there's just so many things that can be done with that yeah yeah and i know a lot of people who actually just started working out during this whole lockdown this whole pandemic like they realize yes. that uh it's time to move <laughs> 
it's time yeah, to start yeah. doing yeah. something. So yeah, I I love that, I love this whole Fit Moms project because I feel it started this whole movement, this whole spark in moms or in women in general that it's okay to it's okay to do whatever you can. Like you don't have to yes. be like the fittest mom in the room, but at least you're you're there. You're showing up. You're tra- You're yeah. doing this for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And that's really the first step, right? It's 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 to show up for you. Um, mm. You like like when we do because with Fit Moms Project we get hosted with a lot of various workouts, and there would be workouts there that you'd say, okay, I'm never ever going to do that ever again because you just died, right? You just died, you're sore for days. Um, And there are workouts there that you just really feel awkward. Like for me, when we did dancing, it's just like, oh my God, it's on video. It's like, really, I'm never going to do that. (laughs) (laughs) We're forced, Marie. We have to to attend it. I mean, we did like sexy chair dance and stuff. Um, it's a good experience because in these kinds of things, you discover, ah, you know what? This is the workout I enjoy. This right. is what I can do consistently, what I can do sustainably and incorporate in my lifestyle. You find that out there. Because when you don't try, you'll never know. You just think, ah, Working out is about squats and, you know, bicep curls. And it's not. It's, it's so, such a wide range of ways you can move. You can dance and there's so much variety of dance. You can do Pilates. You can do yoga. And again, these exercises are also merging in a ways that it's yoga Pilates, it's Piloxing, right? So once you find what you like and you're able to do that consistently, there you go. That's, that's, that's one hurdle na eh. One hurdle done and the rest is just showing up. Yeah. We're, we're learning so many things and I know Max has, has a few questions pa to ask you but I just want to mention uh, yeah, it's not just us. It's not just the two of us that's behind Fit Moms Project. It has grown into this organic community um, that, you know, we're not even promoting any posts. You know, we're not doing anything to grow with except for share stories and then host events for free. And you have all of these people and not just moms, not just women. So anyone who wants to be to go into a fitter, um, healthier lifestyle. They tag us in their stories and we repost yeah. them. So it's really a community. And even if uh, life uh, takes over and we have to deal with businesses, with homeschooling, etc., you have so many other people contributing to the content. And, you know, it's alive because everyone's yes. interested in sharing that story. Yeah, sure. I love that. So, actually, Tina and I discussed this, I think, a couple of weeks back. And it was the difference between what an influencer is and what a digital content creator is. <clears throat> Sorry. So, you are a content creator. And can you tell our listeners more about this? Because I think it's not something a lot of people are... It's not a term a lot of people are familiar with. Parang mas 
mas uso kumbaga yung term na influencer, influencer ba? Diba? And yeah. I mean, I want to know more about it. Is it fun? Do you make money out of this? And how did you get started? Um, I think I would definitely classify myself as a content creator. Um, I would always think of influencers as people who, um, I guess, get their popularity more of they're already a personality. And so because they're already a personality, what they share would influence other people's choices. Um, Content creators are more, you don't need to be a personality, but you need to be able to create content for brands. And content, there's a requirement there of providing photographs, materials, and videos that brands can reshare because it matches with the look of the brand. It kind of jives with the things that the brand would post and they can use that photo for their own content. They can share that particular video because it's close to not professionally taken, but it's kind of like clean looking. Um, so it's not just about, hi guys, you know, I've discovered this new product and it's so good and it made my skin like beautiful. It's, it's almost not about that experience and sharing it. Mm-hmm. Na, I'm using it, use it as well. So content creation is more, I feel we're introducing a product to you. You know, it might be something we haven't tried, but we're about to try it or we received it and this is how it looks like. Um, and this is how you can incorporate it in your life. So what happens if you want to be a content creator is, first of all, you have to invest in creating good content. So mm-hmm. yeah. you have to decide first what kind of content you want to create, right? Do you want to get into lifestyle? So when you get into lifestyle, obviously what you're trying to market or to sell is almost like an inspired way of living. Are you living in a space that looks beautiful, looks cozy, looks minimalist, depends on your style. Are you more getting into content for kid-centric activities? So are you showing Montessori-inspired learning? Are you doing like, toys or making play-doh with your kids from flour you know it, it's 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 all different um and once you decide there you start obviously posting your content then you you will get tapped by pr companies and there's so many pr people out there who would send you a message and say hey we've seen your page we like how it looks like Um, And we're wondering how much do you charge for one post, a video, a story, or a package? Um, And you give them your rates. So for me, for example, it depends on what they need. Sometimes they would be like, oh, we need a photo. And you're like, "Mm, photo, okay, let's say 5,000 per post, Um, like the lowest charge. I mean, for me, it's like the lowest charge. 
and madame palang requirements, right? You 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 need to hear what they need because some brands would go, I need you to be sitting in a family dinner and this meal needs to be in the center. Um father needs to be at the top of the table. Little kid needs to look like he's about to put food in his mouth. And it's so specific pala, diba? And you're like, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. <laughs> I thought it's just kulang, a Kulang-kulang yung 5,000. Diba? Yes. So, I It's a full production. Na- yes, it's a full production pala. And especially for video. So, video, you can charge higher. Let's say you start at 10K. Um, minimum of like maximum of one minute so over that you should charge more kasi it takes a long time to edit video so ang dami palang components like oh you need to show this product pala cleaning kids toys cleaning doorknobs cleaning floor cleaning whatever and you're like hang on a minute and you need to like jump back that in one minute you're like cleaning the whole house <laughs> so you have to know <laughs> You have to know what is required um, and work from yeah. there. It helps, obviously, to know minimum charges. Um, I know there would be other smaller brands who um, would ask for a lower rate. So for me personally, I don't charge local smaller brands. It's like that. that's, that's how I help them because... I get started with, with posting about products because I was an I am still I am an entrepreneur and when you go to bazaars you meet other fellow entrepreneurs and they would go say hey you know um, try my product right try my product and and you yeah. as a normal person would also share that you know what yeah. I have a friend and I got this product and it's really good and you do that for free you don't go like I you know friend actually yeah. I charge thousand for that thank you here's my bank account details <laughs> do that because yeah. that's that, that's how you help then um your your community to grow the small businesses to grow um and in turn the other people who purchase from you who are also entrepreneurs would do the same you know, without you paying for for them to do it um, and that's really almost like an understanding within the community um but for bigger brands, obviously, if you're already dealing with big name brands, they do have a big budget for marketing. Um, and the PR would say, let's say you they you give a package rate and it's like, oh, um, 50,000. And they go like, oh, sorry, the brand only has 20K for this. Would you still be willing? And that's already up to you. Do you think mm-hmm. you want that money you know you need that money so go right um or you go like it's too much effort like i have to what i have to dress up my kid in this color because like with brands they will ask you that eh? you have to be in red and white or you have to only be in yellow and red no green because competitor pala nila is green <laughs> so right. it's very specific yeah and when you do the photos, what happens? I mean, if, if I'll just show you the flow, they'll say, okay, here's the content guide. You get a content guide and they will send you pegs and how it should look like. If you're offering a drink to a kid, you're offering a milk to a kid, they have pegs for that. It's almost like a storyboard. And 
you have to mimic or get close to that peg, showing the brand, making sure that the name can be seen, all of that requirement. And you have to send it back to PR with the caption as well. So the caption is all pre-approved. This is with paid posting. The client has to look at the photos. They have to read the caption that there are no profanities. There are no AF. You can't use AF. Like, oh, this is so good. <laughs> you can't use those words. Um, <laughs> right? And you have to be, let's say, it's like a very family-centric product. I can't like post in it in my bikini. So you have to know what is this product? Who is, is it trying to reach? So it's a bit more very mom, very calm, very gentle. So blouse, pastel colors, diba? Um, it's like an ad kasi. It's, it's really is that. Content creation is, you're creating an ad. Um, that's why I feel it's different from yeah. influencing. Kasi when you're influencing, I feel like for me, you have to be using the product talaga na parang, it's, and people can see it in your eyes eh, if you're using the product or not. Or if you're like, yeah. I really love this. And you're like, hindi mo pa pala nabubuksan, right? So, it, it's helpful. We're like, ginagamit mo ba talaga yan? Diba? It's, and, or, or parang, this week you posted this, and then next week you're, the, you're posting a competitor. So, it's, it's different. Um, and with content creation as well, I feel like it's very similar to how we did like TVC before. Eh? Um, they will reach out to a bunch of content creators or influencers, propose that to a client, say there's 10 of you, propose that to a client, and the client will mm-hmm. choose, say, three or five. And yun yung most aligned to what they want that, that message to come across. So, for example, if you see like a, an energy drink and ang approve is all like this parang very active moms, very parang workout or athlete moms or runner moms. And you know, like parang, yes, kasi it, it fits their lifestyle. Eh. It's more believable um, na ay, you really use that energy drink because that's your lifestyle. Um, but if you're, you never post about running or getting active and you're more into fashion and then suddenly you're holding an energy drink, like, parang, what do you use that for? Partying? <laughs> so, so it doesn't jive, right? So, so that's, that's also what's important. If you want to get into it, you have to know in which direction do you want to go, um, which brands do you want to work with? Do you want lifestyle? Uh, more like jewelry, fashion, bags, right? Or do you want mom side with more um, home things, appliances, uh, and what you see, like, like what moms are posting? Um, or you want to go more into fitness and sports and you, you get sponsored more on activewear or um, health drinks or food. Or you want to be like that food kind of content creator where everyone just sends you food, which I think is perfect. Um, but 
I, lo- gonna, I, w- I would love to be that. Kami mga dessert, yung ganyan, diba? I would be so diba? quick to say, oh yes, diba? of course, please send it yes? my way. <laughs> yes, please send it, please send it. Yeah, it's it's true. Like when when someone like tries to send us food, I'm like, oh my god, yes, yes. I say yes. Um, kasi parang I don't <laughs> food, but you wanna give me food? Yes. <laughs> Yes, but, diba? Why not? But but I guess for for me and for you guys, I'm sure you can relate as well. Because I am a small business owner, I know that when somebody sends something, I want to make an equal effort to take a photograph of it properly and share it. Because people mm-hmm. spend money for that product to get to you, to send it, to send you that, them, it's not cool. If for me, ha, huh, it's not cool if you just IG stories that and it's gone for like twenty four hours. Ah, sakit. For me, as a business owner, I send you something and medyo nahapyawan mo lang siya sa IG story mo. Lord, that hurts. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's also just respect. Um, because. People work hard for those things. It might look small to you. It might look just a, a jar of bukayo to you. But but people work hard for that. And I think you have to respect that time. Agree. Ang ganda nun. <laughs> Kasi diba, ang dami talaga na parang they'll just put you in, their, in stories. But you have okay. to give them it's space, okay. especially <laughs> if you agreed to receive. Yeah, so, daming horror stories, diba? There are a lot of horror Ooh. stories of um, people taking advantage of their label and just yes. receiving products and then not parang fulfilling their end of the bargain. Posting. So, yeah. Nahaka ako, I feel bad lalo for small businesses kasi you're right. They spend money for you to get mm. that product and the least yeah. you can do is post a nice picture and you an honest caption about yeah. it the ba for people yeah. to notice that brand and wala mm. ni lahat may budget for ads ni lahat may yes, budget for yes, for, yeah. for yan good content so uh, what you said is absolutely correct you know yung content creation i think it's good to actually set a price for it because when you think about it when marie when you told us about all the work that goes into it the banana it's a full production and then Mm. you have the post processing that takes a lot of time so i see how you are like in a day like when we see each other sa Fit Moms events and people would ask Marie, how are you doing this? You're like a content creating machine. You, you post five yes. posts a day. How are you able to do this? And you know that that takes a lot of time, diba? So uh, can you walk, walk us through like what's a day in the life of Marie Field Faith? How, do you, how are you able to do all of these things? Um, at the moment, because we obviously have homeschooling, um, so we get up quite early. So let's say 6, 6.30, get the kids ready for school. And once they're settled in there, let's say 7.30 to 8, and they already have all their systems on a go, um, I eat breakfast. And then 
usually I try to do a workout in the morning. If I, I try to attend the bar workouts in the morning, and if I don't do that, then I'll try to do the workout in the afternoon. And then in the middle of the day, I try to shoot the content. Um, and that's really mainly because the kids are busy. So that means I can create the content without too much um, disturbance. And the thing with creating content is it's easier for me if I only need to take a photo of the product because you can just set up your props and, and take a photo without you being in it. When you're in it, it's harder because that means you have to prepare yourself. You have to put on, obviously, an outfit. You have to put on your face, right? You have to make yourself presentable. So that takes longer. And you also either have to ask someone to take the photo, which obviously now Guy is here, so he helps a lot with that. Or you have to set up a tripod for, for, for your photo to get taken, right? And normally... It takes a lot of photos before you can find this photo. Yes, I'm happy with this one. Um, it's not like that long click, okay, can I? Normally, and you have to reset as well. Um, once you've taken some photos, it's like, eh, meh, parang this, it's not there. The, the one you like is not there. So you have to reset it. Like, um, maybe. I need to take a photo of it outside. So, labas ka naman, dala-dala mo lang ng props. So, it's, I know people think like, it's just a photo, it's a stupid job, right? Some some people would be like, almost looking down at influencers or content creators because it's like, it's such an easy job. You just take, took a, you just took a photo. I mean, you got paid for that? Why? Um, and the way to look at it, really, it's, it's an ad. You're creating an ad. Um, yeah. Either trying to sell it as a word of mouth from your own experience or through a, a good photograph. Um, and that takes time. So either you're taking an hour, half an hour, two hours, depending on how difficult the product is, is to film or, or shoot. Um, yeah, so normally, like, food for me is harder because... Food has a lot of props. You have to lay it out. You have to add other elements. You have to prepare it. So if it's like bacon, you have to cook it. And you have to add other elements. It's not just like you put the bacon in a plate. You know, it, it won't connect to the audience if hindi siya in a breakfast platter, na meron ding eggs and bread and hash brown. So madami. <laughs> <laughs> diba? It's fine. Nagluto ka ng buong breakfast and then you need to maybe sit down there and, and, and look like you're going to eat it. So there's a lot of elements that go into, into a photo. And especially if it's something that you have to submit, then it has to be done in advance. You have to do it all in advance, send it for approval and, and all that. So yeah, normally in the middle of the day, I take um, the content photos because you get deadlines as well. Eh? You get deadlines that, this has to be in, the video has to be in this day, um, et cetera, et cetera. So say I shoot uh, three to five contents um, during that time. And what I do is I always insert the smaller brands in there. So I do the paid ones. And then I also do the, um, the free brands for the ones I'm supporting, the brands I'm supporting. 
and that fills up the day. But then I don't like to post na parang sunod-sunod na ads kasi it's like, it, it does, for me, it doesn't look good na you're selling your, all your page, you're selling something, right? So you have to also show what your life is about. Um, you have to have content there that shows your life because um, that's why they follow you. They, they, they either enjoy seeing what you do with your life or what your kids do how you live your life or what you're learning or what information you're sharing. So you, have to, you also have to have information there that helps other people without you getting paid for it, right? So if I'm sharing about couscous because I learned suddenly that couscous has high selenium and all that kind of stuff, you're just sharing that information. It's not like some couscous manufacturer had paid me to do that. So you also have to have content there that you personally would want to share to your audience to uh, help them or to, to encourage them to do something. So all the fitness ones, that's really just free content, right? So I'm not sponsored by Decathlon or Fitness First or whatever. Hello, guys. <laughs> So, <laughs> if you're fans, listening. <laughs> if you're listening, but you wink, have wink. to incorporate that. Yeah. I like, I like that. I like what you said about having a mix of both your personal content and paid content and then content for brands that you support. Because yes. it helps it to become authentic. I mean, you don't want to yes. come off yeah. across as somebody who's just, ah, let's not follow this account because all of posts are paid. Parang ganun. Yes, I mean, yes, I've, yes. I've definitely seen a lot of this in the past, siguro two, three years, parang initially, I would follow a person kasi, ah, wow, so legit nung account. Mm-hmm. And then later on, um, parang every post is a sponsored post. And diba yeah. Instagram came up with this um, partnership with... Paid blah, sponsorship. Blah, blah. Yeah. Paid sponsorship with blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Because initially, yeah. people would be like, bakit ganyan yung mga posts niya na parang yeah. may binibenta? Diba? Yeah. And then actually, um, Instagram, Instagram came yeah. up with that because they were getting a lot of complaints about um, non-declaration of <laughs> that you it's a sponsored thing, right? And it's coming across like I am personally using it, I love it, um, but it's actually a paid post. So Instagram. Yeah tried to require their influencers to put that paid sponsorship on top. So I know some of the brands here, um, thankfully, do that. Um, that they, because you, the, the thing with that is the brand has to approve you to use that paid partnership tool. So you cannot just put paid partnership with brand if that brand didn't tick that box that says, I am approving you to tag me in that post as a paid sponsor. So it's a two-way thing. So the brand has to activate that. And I would say in here, 20 to 30% only of brands are requiring influencers or content creators to do that. So you don't see that often, even if the post is so obviously paid. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you don't see that. Um, 
but hopefully as you know more awareness gets um into that and into the the PR community here as well there will be more um consistency for that one ang ganda so we have so many learnings i know that uh listeners would be super inspired um and you know there are so many people who want what you have i think uh you are showcasing the a very aspirational lifestyle now you can be a mom you can be a model you can do whatever you want you can be fit you can drink cocktails at lunch time <laughs> diba <laughs> so just you know just have fun with your life so you, but yeah. also <laughs> but also i i know that you have what 45,000 followers right now uh Potney mm-hmm. and Toby has more than 100,000 followers and you won't be in this position to be able to charge for content creation if you don't have that much following and if you're not able to deliver with the posts like your pictures are crappy diba mm-hmm. um so there's a lot of work that went into it obviously but my takeaway is that you started from zero follower you started from one follower and for those mm-hmm. listening who might feel like i'm not going to be able to get there uh what is your advice given that you have risen to this kind of following that you're able to make a lifestyle out of this you're getting paid while you're doing this work from home uh what are your words of wisdom for those who want to get started on this on this work yeah. um what i would share is uh, a personal experience in terms of my journey into fitness work so when i started doing fitness posts there was no intention on my side to get fitness work or paid work to host to do workouts um with with particular brands and and all that it's not something i thought i'm going to do it i'm going to post workouts so people make me pansen and i get that work right um but because that happened i realized that if you put in that intention and post something that you are consistently doing then you will get noticed so for example let's say you're into plant based cooking right you're into plant based cooking and you want to get into digital creation um but you're not sure if there's going to be people paying you to post about plant based meals right and i suggest is you start it you start with what you have in your life what you're currently doing and share it because if you are answering a need or you are providing something that people need and people are getting something from what you're posting then the other brands would come in and say hmm, hang on a minute this is actually interesting because this person is consistent with what he or she wants to communicate to his or her audience so let's say for breakfast you cook courgette fritters which i'm going to cook for dinner that's why i i, I remember this um 
and and you post that you post the recipe you post how you made it in your stories and now that's your content right and yes maybe for like a few weeks few months you get 10 likes from your friends or not much following and that's okay but the more you build that page the more you you that people realize this is consistent. Like this person has actually been freaking cooking courgette fritters for a month and perfecting their recipe. People will notice. And you know, then other brands related to cooking, to providing healthy, it's, it's not just kasi parang very linear na, ay, because you're cooking plant-based, only those brands related to that will come to you. It's not like that. It's, the offset brands that also target that same healthy living. So if you're trying to do plant-based cooking, the nutrition brands will come towards you. The food supplements, right? The people providing clean water or the people providing non-toxic chemicals for cleaning or non-toxic skincare or all-natural skincare would reach out to you because you belong to that envelope of almost green living, all natural living. And that's where you enter into content creation for those brands, for like brands say like healthy options or healthy grocer or real food or organic markets or farm produce, right? Into horum juicer. Because that's, that's, that's your category. And that's just an example of, of how you get into it. But the key is you have to be consistent with what your lifestyle is about or what you are about, right? If you want to just post about bikinis and beach, yes, yes. I mean, pool and bikinis. Yeah, there's a lot of market for that as well, for tanning oils, for, right, for... Um, sunglasses for bikini and fashion and wraps and sarongs and beach towel it's 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 you have to see it as not parang singular na i if i post about breakfast every day someone ba gonna make me pansin kasi it's about breakfast but there's actually a lot that come into that category it's 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 non-linear it's parang so many offsets so if you post about um Kasi we're into lifestyle. Eh? But if you post about, um, say, Montessori-style learning, there's also a lot of brands that's going to come to you, providing artwork for kids, providing Chinese learning, right? Everything na parang learning would come and contact you. And then you just choose na, okay, that's aligned to my values or medyo, mm, it's a bit too far na, I don't want to post about this washing liquid when my content is all about Montessori toys, but then you might say, but if it's non-toxic way of cleaning toys, pwede, diba? So, yeah. so you, you, you evaluate, but you have to start with... Somewhere. <laughs> yes. And when you start, diba? Parang you have to give it time to, to develop. Like, like what we did with Pit Mom's project. It's not yeah. like when we started, we actively reach out to people na, hey, you know, this is what we're doing. It's like, we let it organically grow. And because it didn't feel forced, I think, more brands reach out 
Kasi parang it's not hard sell. Yeah, we just did it. Parang yeah. kahit kahit tayo lang yung umatend, we just did it. Yeah, then, yeah why not? It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> Those who are interested Agreed. will really gravitate to you. Eh. They want it. Okay, yes. so I'll, yes. I'll join. Yes. Diba? Yeah, yeah. The, your people will find you. Your tribe will right. find you. So yes. It's all about. Your yeah. vibe attracts your tribe. There you go. <laughs> Dito tayo kay Tina eh, para sa mga ano. Sa mga you can sit with us. Ay, mga you can sit with us. Uh-oh, kay Tina ko yan lahat na kukuha eh. Madaming moto. Yeah. So, Uh-oh. yeah. Pwedeng-pwedeng content creator to eh. Yeah. Uh, yung brands, brands, text, text, <laughs> Alam niyo na, contact no. Hi guys. <laughs> Hi friends. Oo. Hi guys. Coach Sharon if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> yung hi guys na yan, ano yan eh, very very unpopular na yan sa coach na. <laughs> Oo, hi guys. Hi guys. And today <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Well, uh, grabe. Ang dami ko natutunan kay Marie, sa totoo lang. And the <laughs> fact that you shifted from your career as an engineer to what, to what you're doing right now. I mean, you're, you have a lot of things going on. And ang saya, di ba? Parang it shows us, it shows our listeners that you can, you can really do anything. It's just up to you to make things happen. Parang ang dami mong... And dami mong gustong gawin and you just did it. You took the idea, you ran with it and you're happy. I think yun, isa yun sa pinaka-importante. Parang in order for people to succeed, they also have to like what they're doing. But at the yeah. same time, sabi mo nga at the beginning, there are things that we just really have to do and we have yeah. to be girl bosses about it and yeah. put our game face on and do it. So thank you exactly, for doing yeah. this with us. And dahil we do this with everybody, we're going to have a fast talk portion. Oh god. This is where I normally <laughs> Ready ka na ba? Go go go. <laughs> All right. Fruits or veggies? Fruits. <laughs> Bilis madali. Oo. Singing or dancing? Singing, but both bad. <laughs> bar or high intensity training? Bar. God, bar. <laughs> Beaching or shopping? Both. <laughs> Isa lang. You have to choose. Beaching, beaching. <laughs> Shoes or bags? Bags. Although, I'm not actually a bag or a shoe person, but yeah, bags. Ah, dapat pa right. na ano, swimwear. Swimsuit or active oh, wear. wear. Or active wear. Yeah, no. Swimsuit or active wear. Uh, it's hard. <laughs> Dun pala. Dun, that's where we got you pala. Okay. Swimsuit, I think. Swimsuit. Kilay or lipstick? Oh shit! Oh sorry. <laughs> Bleep. Beep. Beep. Kilay or lipstick? Um, lipstick. Mm. True love or ten million dollars? 
10 million dollars. Yes. <laughs> no, I, I guess love it. Mature. As you mature, you know, true love who has 10 million dollars. <laughs> ah, okay. <laughs> You're trying to get both, huh? <laughs> Why not? I love Ganyan this. Girl boss. <laughs> Hi, guys. I love this. Because, you know, so far, lahat ng guests namin, the same. <laughs> Yung Pilipide. Yeah. At yeah. saka, ano, I, I love it when, diba? I love it when people find it hard to choose, like, uh, swimmer or activewear. Free coffee or free so wifi. Hard, oh, oh, so hard to choose. No, when the thing dun sa $10 million, ang bilis ng sagot. <laughs> <laughs> wala, wala. wala So far, so far, wala pang nag-isip. Oh, <laughs> $10 million. So <laughs> you can restart your life. Ganun. <laughs> Marie, thanks so much for spending your time. We know you're super Thank busy. Thank you, guys. Ah, wait. So, um, for those who don't know you yet, I'm sure there are a lot who already do. But where can people find you and your products and your advocacies? Um, for you guys who don't know me yet, you can find me at Marie Field Pate in Instagram. And obviously, our advocacy for fitness and wellness at Fit Moms Project PH. And our kitty products at Putley and Tubby. Thank you. Yay. And your show, your fitness show. <laughs> it's actually on Plus Network. Um, I'm still very jahe to promote that because I'm, I'm a newbie to hosting. So I'm kind of keeping it on the down low. <laughs> but yeah, if you want to watch Google me you. sweat, <laughs> if you want to watch me sweat and be out of breath, our, I think we have episode seven coming up soon. Um, and that's Tabata. So you will see. Oh my see God. It. <laughs> Can I so just see, say I'm so proud of you because I hear you speak Tagalog. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, diba? I love it's, it. It's interesting because obviously Plus Network wants to reach more people. And like like you mentioned right in your post as well, you get to interact with more people if if you speak Tagalog. Like yes. people don't think because uh, we are I, I can't relate to you. I can't relate yeah. to you. You're so you know Inglesera. And yeah. my name then, because people, obviously it's field faith, people would think, nah, oh, you don't oh, speak Are you Pinoy? Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. So it, it's good na that, that they are really incorporating like Taglish in that script. Um, and some are like really malale <laughs> Tagalog. <laughs> like, hamon ng buhay. Like, yeah, okay, great. Life challenges, <laughs> but okay, hamon ng buhay. Let's do it, right? Sure. <laughs> Okay, thank you. Sige, I know you have a lot of work pa to do. Okay, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you, Thanks, Marie. guys. Nice talking to you. Take thank care. You. Have a good day. You too. All right, bye-bye. Bye. Hey girl, appear tayo because you just completed another episode of the Pinay Girl Boss podcast. Access all the freebies and special deals from this episode through the show notes at PinayGirlBoss.com. Connect with us on Instagram and Facebook at PinayGirlBoss. Catch our other episodes on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. See you again next time. This is the, the Pinay, Pinay Girl, Girl Boss, Boss Podcast. Podcast.